Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Oh, we've uh, survived all the rain and interesting stuff that has come in. It was, it was welcome sight. And uh, last night, out and about, right in the middle of it. And so great to be back in studio today. I was making my way around the Central Texas countryside yesterday. And, in fact, I was set up so I would, uh, Aaron, as only I could, I was set up ready to kind of roll for a little event that was supposed to take place in my mind at 6 o'clock. So I positioned myself and was ready to go. And, Aaron, it, it I kind of uh, looked in there and was uh, tipped off that, the, the event didn't start till seven o'clock last night, so I had arrived <laughs> an hour early. So, Aaron, I should have probably posted up right there in our ESPN Central Texas studio with you, but me trying to be Johnny on the spot, it just got me in trouble. But um, thanks to Ward and the efforts of uh, Tom Barfield and our entire staff, and, and you, Aaron, we were able just to make it happen. And, and get it right there where it needed to be. And then I made my event there at uh, Southern Roots. Southern Roots uh, Brewery last night. And uh, it's a, uh, that's a neat place. It was a good place and, and good people. Aaron, I ran into, um, I don't know, you know, what I'm, uh, they don't publicize this kind of thing, but it was, a, it was an informal opportunity to meet and greet uh, a lot of members of Baylor Athletics and just a great crew. And Jovan Overshawn um, was uh, who was on with us recently. Kevin Gall, who does a lot of uh, strategic work uh, for Baylor, and uh, oh, just all kinds of the uh, the power players at Baylor. David K just uh, promoted recently to an exalted spot in the uh, Baylor family. I saw my, uh, Matt Iazetti was there. Matt Iazetti, uh, Iazetti was a guy I went to school with back in the day, and he is in charge of all of the uh, Baylor broadcasting and all the partnerships and all of that and does a nice job. So it was fun to visit with everybody and several of the members of the Baylor uh, SID community. But, uh, Aaron, I found out something last night that I, I don't think I've shared with the, uh, you. I tried to get a hold of you last night, but you may have been involved in algorithms, running a Rangers game. There, there are a lot of things you could have been involved in. But I thought, Aaron, that this was really good news. I And, and in fact, I've always kind of deferred to J-Mo when it comes to the softball coach, Glenn Moore, and he's been doing it forever. Uh, Glenn has. And then J-Mo, they've got such a great friendship. He comes on with John a lot. And I've always thought, well, that's kind of John's guy. And what turns out, Aaron, maybe we need to maybe we need to arrange with John a couple opportunities to get Coach Moore on. He he's a big fan of the show. 
And so I, I that was exciting to find out that he uh, he is a regular listener to what we do. And then uh, Coach Coach uh, McGuire, I mean that that was uh, that was really I mean I, it was just really kind of fun to kind of look at some of the different uh, coaches in uh, volleyball. I mean that is a Ryan McGuire has had a ton of success at Baylor. He's about 6'4", 6'5", big dude, used to play a lot of volleyball on the beach. He's coached some Olympians in the past. And, and in fact, I think the men's Olympic team he was involved with going back to about 2006, maybe did some coaching or worked with some of the people involved with that. Uh, but, Aaron, that's a uh, – you're just – I was just so pleased to get to mingle with some members of the uh, – the uh the athletic family and i we we did this recently with some coaches and i and i just decided i thought well that's it's private so i shouldn't be talking about it and then i noticed everybody else aaron was talking about it like all our all my uh friends in the media so i'm like well i'll mention it i don't have to say everything but just uh it was a neat neat opportunity just to visit get to know them not even really talk sports but get to know some of the the folks and and uh, aaron the new soccer coach Michelle Leonard has come in strong, had a great career, I think 14 years at DBU. It's Dallas Baptist University, and now is uh, uh, a member of the Baylor family. And it's uh, it was it was neat to kind of hear her perspective. And uh, it, it the, that that team is already up and running. And Aaron, I. Uh, I think she kind of looked at me funny because I, I mean, I, I was, I, I, in my mind, they've gotten off to a pretty good start. I think she's used to not ever losing games, and so I think when I said, "Hey, you're off to a good start," she kind of looked at me like, "What world are you living in?" I don't know. In my, in my world, this isn't a great start. I thought, you know, they they played a couple of really good teams right out of the bat, uh, some Big Ten teams. I think Minnesota was involved in one of those games, and that was a draw. And then in, in the other game, they did lose that game two to nothing. But again, it's so early. I mean, they're just basically had only exhibitions. Now things are going to heat up. In fact, Aaron, um, I, I coming up soon, September, ooh, second or third, maybe. I looked on the I looked on the uh, soccer schedule, and they're going to be playing out of town, and there are going to be some big time teams involved. And there's going to be a matchup with UNC. Now, Aaron, does does that sound like a storied uh, soccer program to you? In fact, I'll tell you what. Let's do right now, let's just do an impromptu Schmaltz's trivia question. Because hey, I just happened to see this today, and I was just blown away by it. And this will be for our real soccer aficionados. You've got to know your college soccer. Now, University of North Carolina is perhaps the greatest women's soccer program ever. Good at men's soccer, too, but the women, Mia Hamm and others, is is what they're kind of known for. What I would like to know from uh, our folks on on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, and that's 254-662-1660. I repeat, 254-662-1660. 1660 how many national championships 
have the Tar Heels won in women's soccer. And there's some people out there. Mosley never talks about soccer. Well, I am today. I'm, I'm going to mention it. And, and in fact, we, we'll have Michelle Leonard on soon. Katie uh, does a really nice job over there in the uh, uh, in the uh, Baylor SID department, and so she's trying to make that happen as we speak. And Michelle Leonard, she Michelle Leonard looks like somebody that was on the U.S. team. I mean, she just got I mean, you. You see Michelle Leonard there, and you go, "Whoa, whoa!" She played soccer. I mean, she she was a she just she looks like a big time athlete, and uh, it's kind of exciting to to see that. Not that Jobson wasn't Paul. If you're listening. I'm not making any kind of comparison. Paul Jobson did a really, really nice job with the Bears, and I hated to see him go. He was tremendous, and he was a big supporter of this show. But he stepped down on his own accord and in steps Michelle Leonard. And then, uh, Aaron, I even got a little into, you know, talking some recruiting. And, you know, already the – some of the players from either 2023 recruits or 2024, some of the Baylor commits, I saw recently they're recruiting the Dallas area hard, and I should say, you know, out Flower Mound direction as well, uh, out Louisville, you know, that direction. They're going hard after the Metroplex. But I, 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 I got to say, I got excited about soccer sitting there talking to Coach Leonard. Now, Coach McGuire, Big Ryan, and who, by the way, Aaron, of all the people at the uh, at this little gathering, I would say if 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 I mean the big the big question, of course, that was on everybody's mind at this thing last night was who listens to the Mosley Show the most. <laughs> I don't think anybody was trying to discover that except for me. Uh, and Aaron, I do think Scott Drew will always probably get be first in that category because he loves to listen, but McGuire is gaining on him in a big way. Now, from an administration standpoint, Kevin Gall leads the way. I think Mack is in the top five, but I just don't know for sure where he is in the top five. Jovan Overshawn, big fan of the show. We'll put her at number two right now in the race. And then Dawn, Dawn Rogers was at the event. Dawn seems to be a big listener so we'll have her at number three. Aaron, does that sound like me to, to kind of make the whole evening about who listens to our show Not at the all. most? <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what Tom would have done if he'd have been there, been quizzing people how much they listen to the show? That's not Tom's style. Tom puts others first, and I like that about him. Uh, but the other thing that was cool, Aaron, it, it made me kind of get excited for all the seasons but especially football, I got my credentials, okay? They were just sitting over there. David Kay, a man who uh, has tried to move on from dealing with me, just one last time he turned around and he reached over and he got the lanyards, those fabled Baylor lanyards. I mean, I don't know if they're fabled, but it, it that – kind of got me going, Aaron, and I dropped them because, you know, I, I'm capable of promptly losing those. I put those immediately in the uh, backpack and so ready to go for the season. And uh, and I'm really, really excited. And, and I also like the fact that I think David K. mentioned this, Aaron. The photo they use of me is still a photo that when I was at 
the Dallas Morning News circa, I don't know, 1998 or 99. Before you tuned in and dropped out. (laughs) That's about, that's when the photo was taken of me. And so I, in that photo, I look a tad bit younger. I mean, not that I've aged really any, but I, I do look a tad bit younger. So it's it's become kind of a bit. At some point, I kind of said, well, I probably should give them another photo. And then one of my buddies, I think it was Fonville, executive vice president over at CNB, Central National Bank, said no. Said, this is a good bit. Stick with it. And only, no matter how long your career lasts, which may be like till tomorrow, use use that photo. Use the one from when I was like 27 years old. So that's what I've done. How old was it? 95? I would have been even 98. I would have been younger than that. I was 25 in 1998 when I got married. Yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron, uh, we got a lot to get to today. Um, We've got uh, Chris Williams is going to join us. And and what prompts me a lot of times to reach out to these buddies of mine that are local – TV types. I like Eric and the whole gang over there. There's a young guy that Eric has with him now over at 44 that I like a lot too. Um, and then, but but all those people. And then one of the guys. Every once in a while they'll disappear. Nikki took off to Nashville. There was a guy named Tyler that I liked, and then he just boom one day he's just gone, and I still see him out there somewhere. He'll retweet stuff, but I'm, I'm not totally sure where he went. Well, I may ask Chris Williams about this. Chris Williams may have replaced him, come to think of it. His name was Tyler. But uh, I, I saw also, um, golly, who did I? Oh, Quillen. Chilling with Quillen was running around there. Uh, and it was a good it was a good group. It was a really nice group that showed up there. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to be with everybody and to be with that Baylor family. And then that flatbread and then the boneless wings over at Southern Roots. Thanks, thanks, folks. Very good hospitality over there. Aaron, do the um, has anybody gotten our trivia question right? It was the, the question was, for two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, how many national championships does UNC women's soccer have? All right, you win two free sandwiches if you get this right. And Aaron, I'll, well, if they get this one, and surely they've looked it up and they know it. Uh, the number is 254 662-1660 for any of your comments or a guess at that uh, at that particular trivia question. Aaron, do we have any answers? We've had some incorrect answers. We haven't got had anyone get it right yet. <laughs> maybe maybe you and I have it wrong and they have it right. I like that. It's it was a number it, it I didn't I just had no clue. Now that I think about it. I mean, I have no clue in a lot of areas. But, you know, it, it, it dwarfs even, like, the UConn stuff or the UCLA men's basketball. It, it, it honestly kind of, uh, it, it'll, it'll, it's staggering, even like Alabama football. Oh, by the way, Aaron, did you see that, the uh, Alabama football story? I'm sure you'll have that in Campus Confidential. But somebody got paid in a big, big way all right our friend from um, cbs channel 10 chris williams with a preview of this weekend's high school football games joins us next 
Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon tonight. Partly cloudy, we'll see a low near 72 the rest of the week. Should see partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies with highs of around 90 overnight lows in the lower 70s. Currently 88 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, ES Sports Editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. You know, when, when I got to Waco 98, uh, you know, Dave, he was done, he was retired from the trip, but he would still come around. I always said, you know, when he came into the newsroom, it was like Moses coming down from the mountain, you know? I mean, <laughs> and so he carried that much reverence, and yet he was just as approachable as your next door neighbor. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. (laughs) They don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. Keep going. Jimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. 
The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw the Jets come back and beat the Falcons 24-16. Tom Brady returned to Tampa Bay on Monday, ending what has been described as an 11-day prearranged break from training camp for personal reasons. Former Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer has been named the starter at Liberty. Gary Gaines, coach of the Texas high school football team that made famous in the book Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian, has died. He was 73. Cut down day for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys will get down to 80 by today's end. Ben DiNucci might be on that list for the Cowboys, but will probably be added to the practice squad. Astros start a home series tonight with the Twins, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stay on the road, move to Colorado, start a series with the Rockies tonight, 7:40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joining us now, Chris Williams. And um, Chris, it was good to see you. Uh, last night's event, always fun, good informal uh, setting. I also noticed on your, uh, from, from Channel 10, of course, you know his work, and uh, he's been out. I'm really excited to talk to you about some of these uh, high school programs. But I, I happened to see on your Twitter handle. Uh, did you decide to uh, to go out in the in the middle of all that rain yesterday and and uh, and tee it up? I mean, and, and by the way, if you're not wanting your bosses to know you're playing golf, posting your swing on Twitter, Chris, is not a great way to go about it. I do have to say, your weight transfer. There's some athleticism to that swing, so. I don't know what the weather was doing to you, but the uh, that that seemed to be pretty good contact off the tee. I, I will give you that. Take that. that was, I took the video of uh, one of the guys I was golfing with. His wife works for one of the other stations in town. Um, but Saturday night, our uh, meteorologist, weekend meteorologist Jillian was like, "You're not actually golfing tomorrow, right?" I was like, "I don't, I don't think it's going to rain that much." And then we got out there, and I mean, it just dumped on us. But <laughs> it was nice, you know. It, the grass needs a little bit of that rain, right? No, for a second, I didn't hear the very first part. Are you saying that was not you in that uh, in that video? I, I got to look back at this not, thing. Oh no, my gosh, there's another me. athletic young man. Okay, with a visor. Okay, now interesting because dark hair. I mean, I could have bought that. He's taller than you. Know now that I look at it, this guy may be. A little bit uh, taller than you are, but my gosh, they watching that swing. That man gets through the ball in a very aggressive fashion, and it almost looks like the the shot you took almost looks like there was some hail. And I mean, it, that really looks kind of rough. It was pounding <laughs> us, but you know, I'll, I'll take that over not golfing. I guess, right? 
I will not. I would rather just sit in a clubhouse and play dominoes or something when it gets uh, when it gets like that. Now, uh, uh, Chris Williams. By the way, you can um, you can you can see him on Twitter like I do at C Will TV. All right, at C Will TV, and uh, the man is over there at uh, KWTX covers Baylor. UMHB and then te- you know Texas high school football as he touts, uh, but uh, I I love this uh, also. You never know what Chris might post a picture from earlier today with Ed Tutal Jones, and you talk about a legend. And the funny thing is, Chris, as I look at that photo, I mean Ed looked like that thirty years ago. I mean he just he refuses to age and. I know you understand you were in the presence of greatness, but there's a lot of Cowboys fans. I don't think you grew up a Cowboys fan. There's a lot of Cowboys fans out there that would kill for a photo like that. So I um, I know as a former football player yourself, you know how special that photo is. Did you get to visit with Ed a little bit? Uh, well, he so it was the, uh, the Baylor welcome, the, the kickoff luncheon that the Waco Chamber holds for Baylor. Um, so he spoke – you know, kind of to everybody and just hearing him talk about his story. I don't know. I don't know if you've looked much into him when he was in high school, his high school didn't have a high school football team. Then he was drafted <laughs> by the Cincinnati Reds coming out of high school. And his mom said, no way you're going to college. So there goes baseball. So he goes to school to play basketball at Tennessee state. And his brother-in-law says, we well, got to play football while you're there too. So that summer, his brother-in-law taught him how to play football. And then, you know, it turned out to be a pretty good little career for him. And I have to admit, Mosley, I'm on my tippy toes in that photo, and it does not look like it because I'm still just a foot shorter than him. Well, and you've got a fresh haircut, so you look even younger than you are. Sometimes you let the hair go out a little bit, but this is a very young-looking Chris Williams right next to uh, <laughs> Ed Tutal Jones. And Ed's got one of his Super Bowl rings on, it appears. He's holding his fist up. And that might be the 1977, the one over the the Broncos. I'm trying to think when Ed came into the league, their first one, he would not have been on that team. He was on the Cowboys by the time they won. So, yeah, Ed just got the one Super Bowl ring. But uh, that's a good, that's a good solid look that Ed Tutal Jones has. And, uh, oh, yeah. Chris, one Super Bowl, I got a call, a weird call from somebody, and they'd given my number to a famous ESPN personality. And it was Kenny Maine on the phone. And I thought, my gosh, this okay. is so cool. They said, Kenny Maine needs to talk to you. And what do you, the reason he needed me, he, somebody had told him that I had Too Tall's um, number. It, it wasn't for Kenny Maine, though. He said he was – Getting it on behalf of, of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg needed Too Tall's number. And so <laughs> somehow I was the I, – I thought to myself a very weird thing that mostly is somehow involved in securing a number for uh, – but I gave him what I had. I thought if Snoop needs to get a hold of uh, Ed, and I did clear it with Ed. I said, can I give your number to or whatever and two talls like yeah yeah that's fine i think that's fine so uh some interesting stuff there you never know what you'll find out chris williams when you come on the matt mosley show espn central texas now 
I like watching all your your high school videos. I I, I see what you, you guys are doing at KWTX, and then I'll look over there to see what the boys are doing at Channel Six and girls, I should say. Uh, and I just really like all these previews. Now I think your latest one um, that came out yesterday at some point was with Troy, and uh, this is the uh, uh, the the Trojan football, of course, um, about. About over over a little bit more than half its starters come back now. As you're as you're introducing this, I see some kid put his helmet on with a beautiful mullet. What did you, uh, Chris? What did, what did y'all find out about uh, about Troy uh, in, in kind of preparing for the season? Well, first of all, our, our promo team was out there, and I made them get some slow mo shots of the mullet going on into the helmet. <laughs> it was just too good of an opportunity. To not have, but uh, you know, Troy, they had a new head coach last year and obviously they lost Zach Urbacic who, I mean, he's playing at Sam Houston state now and he's, you know, probably he's a generational type guy for a high school like Troy. Um, but they're coming back. They're feeling confident that the hard part for Troy is, I don't know if you've looked at this district, but the district 11 and three, a, they have yo yeah. in there and then they have Academy Academy 13 team with 17 starters back. Lorena won the state championship in three, a, Franklin won the state championship in 3A Division II and moved up into that district. So the biggest thing for Troy and, the you know, the biggest thing Coach Hermesmeyer was saying is, like, you look at your district schedule and you get a big win, you have about a day to celebrate, and then you have another big game coming up. You get beat up on the field, you got to heal up and, and play again. So I think the toughest task for them is just surviving in that, you know, just getting one of those four playoff spots out of District 11. Yeah, I that that's amazing when you start thinking about that because I thought about that one Midway was in that was a the district of doom and what you're talking yeah. about now at the three A level becomes uh, something about that uh, something like that. Boy, China Spring gets right to it. I, I love when the defending champs sort of get involved in some some different things. Uh, we've had so many champions ar- around here, but Lorena. I mean, that, I mean, right off the bat, we get a, a fascinating matchup uh, in Central Texas, and I, I know uh, uh, Chris, you and you and the staff, and Darby, and everybody involved will be right in the middle of all of that. What do you think about that early matchup in Central Texas? Well, I'll tell you, Darby and I were going through the schedules, and I said, uh, "I'll go ahead and take that one, Darby." She uh, she got to go to it last year for the season opener, so yeah, I'm heading out there. Love it. You know, I think, um, you know, obviously for Lorena, they're playing up a class, so it, it's they have their, their hands full. But I don't know if you remember last year that game. China Spring got up big, like 20 or 21 to nothing. And then the second half, Lorena shut him out and scored twice, made it a, a one-score game, I think, was the final 21-13 or something. So these two compete, and I love it. I uh, This China Spring team is interesting, uh, Matt, because obviously you're losing the, the player of the year with Major Bowden. I mean, Mr. Texas High School Football – but this Cash McColgan kid, he started at Wimberley. His dad's the O-line coach that just got hired, so he comes in. And I saw a clip of him from his scrimmage on Twitter yesterday. He looks – I mean, he's a little less of a runner than Major, but he looks athletic and, and he can throw the ball. So I, I don't see them having the big drop-off you might expect. Okay, Chris Williams, Channel 10, uh, going to be uh, – I, I appreciate you volunteering to – run out there to that one and a lot of times people don't realize that you'll have to 
go to one game for like the first half and then go scoot out somewhere and you got to get all that. Hey, Chris, if I were you and knowing your football mind and I, I would just bunker down right there. Okay. I would not leave. And boy, you're right. Major. What a great name. I was talking the other day. There was an old Alabama player named uh, Major Ogilvy. And oh, was he great in the early 80s. And E.J. Jr. for the Crimson died. And uh, as a little seven-year-old Mosley, there I was watching Baylor in Alabama <laughs> in the Cotton Bowl. Chris Williams was not even the apple in his, in his parents' eye at that point. But uh, he, would, he would join us many years later. About 15 years later, he probably uh, came into the world. All right, the um, uh, Midway. Gets going. I mean, I, this team interests me. They're, they're, they're in a district that's more manageable. And at the same time, Shane is kind of building that culture. And, and it, this, this quarterback has my attention. I mean, the, 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 the stature. You just don't see that very often. I mean, Brock Osweiler is about the only guy I could think of. Flacco's a real tall quarterback, but you don't see six, seven quarterbacks very often. If they play football, six, seven guys get put on the defensive end, or or they uh, or they you know put get offensive tackle. Uh, you know, there's there's a, just a few positions, or maybe tied in. If you want a really, really big, tall target, it tied in. But to drop back there and throw the football, what do you think of? Of the of the quarterback I'm talking about in just the uh, the midway program is they try to kind of get back to what they used to be. Well, well, you start off saying he has your attention. I think when he's out there, he's everyone's attention because he's head and shoulders above everyone else on the field. But he, you know, he was young last year and it showed in his play. He made some great throws, but he also his O line wasn't great last year. Supposedly that group has. I mean, Coach Anderson told me that. He said, I think it's safe to say the O-line was our worst group last year, and I feel like they're going to be one of our best groups this year. And so as a quarterback, you get a year under your belt and you get that improvement up front. That's going to help. I, you mentioned Osweiler. It's the same, same problem that Osweiler ran into sometimes is when your head is that high up, the DBs can read your eyes, right? They can see where you're looking. So it'll be interesting to see how he's developed in the sense of, you know, looking off and, and – making his reads but not staring down his receivers because when you are tall like that, people can see exactly where you're going and they can predict it. But I, I feel good about it. Um, Coach Anderson said that he put on some weight. He got stronger and just maturity. That, that was like a team-wide thing was finding out who they are and maturing. Uh, last year, Coach Anderson came in in June, maybe late May, June. It, it was just right at the start of summer. So he didn't have an offseason with his group. Now that he does, I feel like that alone is going to make a huge difference. And then being out of that DFW district, that that alone is just that's an that's an intangible help. Not having to play those teams. Yeah, I saw one of those teams like Duncanville and DeSoto, or there's an early season matchup that just a couple of monsters in the Metroplex are getting together. Although there's one level of the Metroplex that has not won the uh, the state title in a while, and I believe that's Class Six A. Believe it or not, it's been a little bit of a drought uh, because Allen has not been Allen just these last few years. And, by the way, the, the college coach that decided to go back to Allen, uh, Chris, you saw that. He decided, you know what, this high school thing's not for me anymore. I don't, I think, I don't think he realized – I don't think you can totally realize how, at a, at a 6A program like Allen, what that can be like. 
the 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 pressure. I mean, I think I think um, Chad Morris kind of thought, you know, this will be a great opportunity. This is a, they pay a lot of money. It's a huge school. I'd like to be a head coach again. And he had one year of that, and he was done. I mean, yeah. and uh, and by the way, the Salado coach has done it. Westerberg has has been right there at that level before. That's another team that. I, you know, Alan Hare, I saw another thing you did that I liked on uh, Chaparral, uh, brand new school. Mm-hmm. But but that's that's a deal. A lot of times they will let schools kind of ease their way in. Lake Belton had an opportunity to play at one level. Okay, we're going to play a JV schedule, and then we're going to work our way up. Now Lake Belton's obviously really good already and, and has all that kind of athletes. But as, as I was reading kind of about what you were saying or, or watching it, that Chaparral situation – where Coach Hare has gone, I mean that, that's that they're jumping right in the deep end. There's no kind of uh, dipping your toe in. Yeah, they. It wasn't even until June that they knew who was going to be enrolled in that school with pulling from the four others. So these kids are going to summer workouts. You have your teammates, and you know maybe five of them heading into summer, and you're going to be playing a full varsity schedule. You know, you're in a district. You have some rivals already on the schedule You're, they have Belton in that um and the Pflugerville schools in and uh, Rouse I mean it's not an easy district to be in in 5A2 either but they seemed excited about it I mean Alan Hare I don't know how much you've talked to him I talked to him quite a bit when he was at Toledo and he strikes me as a guy who wouldn't want to be in any other situation you know he's not expecting to go in there and win a state championship in year one but he wants to be able to at least compete for one and, and have those full speed reps and have the guys understand that you know, you're hitting the ground running. There's no easing into it, like you said. Yeah, that's going to be uh, interesting to watch. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing all y'all's coverage. And then uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas, uh, Aaron will have uh, his uh, reports and Lark and everybody. So, Chris, make sure you stay in contact with us, okay, at all these games because Lark Smith, until you've heard, you know, former Channel 10 great Lark Smith uh, list the scores you haven't lived he just there's a there's a resonance um in in almost a reverence to his voice and so chris i want you to pay particular attention to that uh as you're you know after you get off the broadcast on uh, friday nights okay yeah okay i like that <laughs> he sounded excited about that uh <laughs> all right chris uh watch the weather and uh just know you're going through a huge golf phase right now, you and Lively. I've been there. At your age, I, I was trying to play almost every day. I was trying to get out constantly, especially during the summer. What I hope happens to you someday is that you go through a tennis phase. That's where I've ended up. I, every You're day okay. I'm thinking about where I'm going to play tennis, who I'm going to play with. What I've found, though, it's easier to find golf partners than tennis partners. People almost think you're weird when you call up like, hey, you want to play some tennis? And most of them have not played tennis in like 20 years. It's just not It's not quite as prevalent. Now, if you say pickleball, everybody's ready to play. Pickleball has become very, very popular. I'm sure you and some of your buddies have played some pickleball. Yeah, you know, I think I might, I think I might have the key for what tennis, you know, what tennis lacks that golf has. There's a lot of guys who go play golf just so they can drink. Maybe, you know, bring, bring a case of beers out there with you, and maybe people will be more willing to come play. I, I don't yeah. think it will go over too well, but, you know. 
That could be the key. Yeah, tennis is tennis is not a place where there's a great fit <laughs> for that, and you don't want to try to play after you've had a few of those at all. All right. Uh, okay, Chris. Good to uh, good to visit with you as always, and best of luck as you head toward that first high school weekend. And then before you know it, we'll be doing that. Uh, get ready for Baylor in Albany. All right, Chris. Do not look past Albany. The Great Danes. Yeah. I remember Baylor losing to Liberty in the first uh, first game of the season just five years ago, right? So I'm not looking past anybody. All right, let's not bring up bad memories. <laughs> I, we got to let you go now. All right, I'll All right. talk to you soon. Me on, Matt. You bet. Always you a pleasure. Bet. Yes, there he goes. Chris Williams, one of our young, talented uh, broadcasters. He and Matt Lively on the course quite a bit. Uh, on the golf course, both have pretty good. Although, Aaron, is funny. I credited Chris with a swing, and apparently it was another guy in his group. <laughs> I thought it was Chris. The other guy actually appears to hit the ball really well, from what I could tell. Good weight transfer, good rhythm, and a good tempo to that swing. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us in Campus Confidential? Find out next. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa and me this Friday night as the Lions open their season against Fort Worth Southwest High School. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Lions football is presented by Bird Cogent Ford. And then after the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. It's Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we we'll treat you like family. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid of how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then head out to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center September 3rd and 4th. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 5, and Sunday, September 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event center Baylor football cowboy football waco football central texas football espn central texas in my podcast your money in a cup of joe we talk money management investments and retirement in a q a style format helping to break down complicated topics i'm joe kalea with the kalea wealth management group look for your money in a cup of joe on our website or spotify Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
in the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw the Jets come back and beat the Falcons 24-16. Tom Brady returned to Tampa Bay on Monday, ending what has been described as an 11-day prearranged break from training camp for personal reasons. Former Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer has been named the starter at Liberty. Gary Gaines, coach of the Texas high school football team that made famous in the book Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian, has died. He was 73. Cut down day for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys will get down to 80 by today's end. Ben DiNucci might be on that list for the Cowboys, but will probably be added to the practice squad. Astros start a home series tonight with the Twins, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stay on the road, move to Colorado, start a series with the Rockies tonight, 7:40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and it's time to do some Campus Confidential. Just a programming note for our soccer fans. And a lot of folks out there loving uh, soccer, but uh, the the Bears uh, coach, Michelle Leonard, will uh, join us today at 520. And I was able to run into her last night, and uh, with uh, and that's uh, uh, we've been wanting to have her on, so excited to do that. And uh, I, I, we also have a verbal commitment that was made today. I'm noticing to the uh, the Baylor program now. She won't be able. Michelle will not be able to um, comment on this commitment, but uh, this is exciting. In fact, this happened yesterday. Um, and I'm trying to find out exactly, uh, but it looks like Jade Martinez. Jade Martinez has joined the, uh, the Baylor, uh, will, has committed, verbally committed to the Baylor program. So we'll find out a little bit more about her. Again, we can't, uh, we can't ask, uh, she's not on campus yet, so we cannot ask Michelle about her. But that's good news. All right, Aaron, uh, you've been digging in. Lots of uh, college news floating around out there what do you have in store for us today nick saban is once again the highest paid football coach in the country alabama board of trustees approved a one-year extension and a raise for saban during a meeting today the amount the admitted deal runs through february 2030 and will pay him an average of 11.7 million per year the raise the raise 
Edges Saban's annual compensation over that of Georgia coach Kirby Smart, who signed a new deal earlier this year that will pay him an average of $11.2 million over 10 years. Well, it's kind of like mean, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. The next guy is going to be the. Yeah. Well, not quite to that extent, but as far as it's the very be, top of them. It's got to be Saban. I mean, he's got to. Uh, and. When you somebody made a good point. When you think about what Alabama football means to that state, to the amount of uh, folks trying to attend and enroll in Alabama, the number of applications that come in, everything about it, the exposure they get from sending about ten people drafted every year several of whom are usually in the first round this is this has to be the way now you could say well no no coach should make whatever it is Aaron what'd you say 11.2 million a year what's it come out to is that about right 11.7 for saving 11.7 million dollars per year for saving I think in a lot of ways especially if you think about it like how some of the some players get paid, and, and, and professional players get paid well over. I mean, quarterbacks make uh, over $40 million a year now, and it'll soon be where they're making $50 million a year. I mean, Dak will do another contract, and the Cowboys will have to pay him another enormous amount at some point. I would say that Nick Saban and what he's done to that for that program is worth every penny of that. And, you're, of course, worth – you're, you're worth whatever the market dictates. And that is a phenomenal number, but he is hands down. You know, you used to have to couch it, Aaron, and go, well, arguably he's the greatest college coach ever. Well, it really, I think now, and you could say you can not like these people. I get that. But when you talk about the NFL, I think you almost have to say Belichick's the greatest ever. And I think with Saban, I think you have to say he's the greatest college coach ever. I just don't really think there's much of a counter argument to that. And the greatest college coach ever should make an enormous amount of money. And $11.7 million is the going rate. When you don't think it bothered him that he was making less than Kirby Smart for a little while? I guarantee you that had everything to do with this one-year extension and bump in pay. He was like, hey, I need to be making more than him because obviously he has a lot more national championships than Kirby Smart. But Well, you know, this gets him to – I mean, part of it is Clemson knows that someday Alabama might come after Dabo Sweeney. I mean, they need to make sure – He's taken care of. Dabo came from that program, played at Alabama, and so the thought has always been that Bama would turn to Dabo. Now, I don't know where they'll turn, but this contract extension, Aaron, that you're talking about, and raise and all that kind of stuff, gets him all the way till he's 79 years old. At the end of this contract, Nick Saban will be 79. Now, Aaron, that's a... I don't. I know college coaches are coaching longer. Mac Brown's in his seventies. They're staying maybe in. Maybe they're in better shape. Maybe they're taking better care of themselves. Who knows? Themselves. Does um. 
Do you think Saban makes it to age 79 as a head coach? <laughs> Sounds like I was about to say, do you think he'll live that long? <laughs> but, no, I mean, will Nick Saban still be the head coach of Bama when he's 79 years old? I want to say no because – but I think he will. I, I think the, his competitive drive is so high that not only does he want to have the most national championships of any head coach ever – he wants to keep stacking them up, and that way there's no debate that he was the greatest head coach of all time. So I think he will keep coaching to a very, very old age if he's physically able, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I don't see why he wouldn't be. I mean, he for a high-pressure, stressful job, he's, he's actually aged pretty well. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, head coaches at big programs don't. But I mean, he actually looks a little younger than he is, which is kind of surprising. He's had a lot of work done. That could be that. <laughs> when you make eleven million a year, you can you can do that. I'm kidding. I think Nick's just aged naturally. And by the way, if people get a little nip and tuck here and there, got no problem with it. Okay, I've left. I've left myself alone in that area, and probably. Probably would be better off doing getting some things done. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron, I'll tell you what. Some of those things do change lives, and they just change the way people look. And then every once in a while, you see somebody out and about, Aaron, that the old bypass, the, the gastric bypass, They, I didn't think it was like it could come back, but it comes. they come rallying back and replace the weight. Okay, Aaron. Why don't we stop me while I'm while I'm behind? What else do you have for us? Charlie Brewer, who led Baylor to the 2019 Big 12 championship game, has been named the starting quarterback at Liberty by head coach Hugh Freeze. Brewer threw for 9,700 yards and 65 touchdowns in his time at Baylor. He then transferred to Utah in 2021, started the first three games there, but was replaced by Cameron Rising, and then he left Utah last September and landed at Liberty, where he will be starting in his sixth season after getting a redshirt year and the extra year for COVID. You heard who's getting all the credit for landing Charlie Brewer at Liberty. I don't. Jerry Falwell Jr. Huh. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm making that up. I, like, he's, I didn't hear he's anything been, like that. Falwell Jr. is... Uh, he had a scandal, and he's had to step away from the university that his, uh, that his father started. But Liberty, uh, Hugh Freeze, the whole gang, good for them and good for Charlie. Always root for Charlie no matter what. Had a great run at Baylor, sacrificed a lot, uh, had some health issues, uh, you know, had some concussions along the way. His dad was a tremendous quarterback at the University of Texas, and Charlie was great for the Bears. So, he wants to go to Liberty, and you know who the AD is, Aaron, at Liberty. I do. None other than former Baylor Athletic Director Ian McCall, man who loves a good mahogany suit, loves a good brown suit. And uh, once, he, once he found a suit he liked, Ian, Ian really stuck with it throughout, uh, throughout most uh, weekends. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? The Women's National Championship basketball game will be broadcast on ABC for the first time this year. The championship game, which usually airs in prime time, will be played at 
2 p.m. Central Time on April 2nd. The women's Final Four is in Dallas this year. ESPN said it would look into moving the game back to primetime in the future, but currently has commitments to entertainment shows the night of the game. <laughs> last year's se- last season's championship game in which South Carolina beat UConn was the most viewed women's title game in nearly two decades, drawing 4.85 million viewers. I mean, we celebrate ESPN. Think about the the ESPYS uh, and everything. They celebrate themselves for being so forward thinking and oh my gosh, let's celebrate uh, women and Title IX and everything else. And then it would, when it comes time to put the women in prime time, oh guys, we couldn't get it done. We had some entertainment shows. Oh, do you think the do you think the entertainment shows would ever stand in the way of the men's national title game, the men's football? Do you think they would ever let anything stand in the way? No. Hey guys, we'll get this. Uh, we, I'm sorry, we've got Dancing with the Stars that night. We're sorry, ladies. We know y'all made it all the way to the championship, the final four. Uh, I, oh my goodness, two o'clock in the afternoon. Now, that's probably. Well, I have to look at the the calendar. Does that was that because sometimes don't they play this the day after the um, the men's game on a Monday? Do they play the women's game on the? Do they play the women's championship on the Sunday before the Monday or the Tuesday after the Monday? I'm just trying to think through it. I did say April second, right? Yeah, look up April. Yeah, yeah it's a Sunday. Second, okay, it is a Sunday. Well, that's not yeah. too bad. I mean, that's actually I don't know. Two o'clock, we'll gather it. No, but they still should be in the evening. Oh, you're right. I mean, it, it, it should be the Absolutely. marquee thing. I mean, great that they're putting it on ABC, but it would almost be a bigger thing if you put if you left it on ESPN in the evening at seven or eight o'clock. Oh my goodness! Well, we are getting the. Uh, they're moving the women over to where the men play their the Big 12 championship this year. I do think I heard that. Bob Bowlesby announced that when Bob, <laughs> Brett Yormark was trying to have his opening news conference, and Bob was right up there on top of him. Bob would not. I don't understand that. I still don't understand that. Bob's got to defer. He does not need to be standing up there, sitting up there for Yormark's first news conference. And Bob just sat up there to hang out. It's like, Bob, you've got to know when to step out. Goodness gracious. I mean, the great President Livingstone was there, and, and she said, well, I've got to go take a phone call. Well, you know what that was about? Getting out of there and letting your mark have the whole spotlight. Okay? And then Bob said, oh, I'm going to stay up here, see how Brett does. I'll see how Brett performs up here. All right, Aaron. Uh <laughs> What else, do you, what else do you have? We got a little time. You got anything else for us? Did we ever say the? Uh, did we ever say about those Baylor? Uh, oh yeah, you said it yesterday. Galvin and Apuica with the uh, were the two uh, the two All Americans. I, I, I thought this was funny, Aaron. I thought you'd like this. One of my buddies today in a group text says, "It's sad that we won twelve games last year and." only had second-team All-Americans. And I thought to myself, wow, how far has Baylor come that, like, folks are complaining about only having second-team All-Americans? There was, I mean, second-team second All-Americans are like a pretty big-dang deal. We were There was many years there, unfortunately, where we were super excited to have someone make second-team All-Conference, and that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, on, on one of those horrible teams with either Dave Roberts or Kevin, Kevin Steele, yeah. they had both – all that was awful. We, but, but still made Dave Roberts look good. Like, Dave Roberts' teams were actually somewhat competitive. You got to the Steele era, and it wasn't competitive at all. I told somebody a story last night. Here, I was covering the game with Jerry Hill, and they lost the New Mexico Lobos. They were playing at New Mexico in Albuquerque. I was covering for the morning news. Jerry Hill for the Waco Trib, and they asked Kevin Steele, you know, something along the lines of, uh, where do you go from here? And he just said, home. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just twenty twenty three to nothing. I think it was was the score, and it wasn't. It wasn't even that close. Should have been like forty seven to nothing. And think how bad the Lobos have been over the years. I mean, that's been a bad. I, I, the only success I can ever remember them having. I feel like Dennis Franchoni was there before he got the TCU job, and so they had a tiny bit of success under Dennis Franchoni. I think I'm right about that. But they've been horrible, and the Bears couldn't even stay on the field. Oh, but the reason I brought all that up, Gary Baxter, the Baylor cornerback who went and played for the Ravens in the NFL, was on some of those awful Baylor teams. And, and Aaron, I think he might have gotten, like, first team all Big 12, and it was just shocking. Oh, my gosh, Baylor, Baylor had a team on the <laughs> – there's also a return man on some of those really bad teams – this was end of end of uh, Chuck and maybe Dave Roberts, but they had a return man named Robert Caroga. Caroga, Caroga, K U I R G A. If anybody knows where Caroga is, I'd like to have him on the show. That's a great return man. That's all. That's the only thing. Uh, Baylor's only hope of scoring at that point was if Caroga, w- you know, could bust one loose. All right. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We continue on. A reminder at 520, the Baylor soccer coach. Love that Baylor program and uh, loved it under Jobson and really like what Michelle Leonard's doing. We'll have uh, Michelle Leonard's going to call us, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be able to visit with her at 520. But next, going to get you caught up on some NFL. And, and maybe a little bit of uh, been wanting to hear from Dave Aranda, the latest from Dave Aranda. It's all coming up next. Hi, everyone. With the Cowboys training camp report, I'm Christy Scales. Tristan Hill, the defensive lineman who set up a touchdown in Saturday night's win, will join us after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 
It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys have an open practice tonight at the Star, and it's the first of the local portion of training camp. Now, over the past month in Oxnard, one veteran who really stepped up his game is fourth-year defensive tackle Tristan Hill, the former second-round pick. His first three years in Dallas have been underwhelming, but on Saturday night, his sack, strip, and fumble recovery set up a touchdown just before halftime in the win over the Chargers. Yeah, it feels good to you know see it come to fruition. I'm glad it's going to work and, and believe in it. I just wish I would have picked Before tonight's practice, there are opening ceremonies with remarks from Jerry Jones, plus a performance by the Cowboys cheerleaders. Tomorrow night's practice is also open to the public. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family hey baylor fans looking for a place to stay for the next home game camp fempo waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from mclean stadium bring your rv or book a cabin at camp fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool swim up bar water playground mini golf and more to learn more and book your stay visit campfempo.com that's camp f-i-m-f-o.com there's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, it is Matt Mosley. We've got the Baylor soccer coach coming up uh, in just a matter of moments, uh, just a few minutes, about 10 minutes away from that. And so we've got to be quick here, but I'm, I'm excited about that. I mean, players on – I was looking at the starting lineup the other night against uh, – the other day against Wisconsin, and I noticed uh, Waco's own Kaylee Abels is in there. Uh, really good defender. In fact, uh, first team uh, preseason All Big Twelve, and then. But I like. I tell you, I really like some of these names: Hallie Augustin, Hannah Augustin, Haven Terry. A lot of H's involved. Uh, I would. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that's really good to get. Uh, well, got got a couple of sisters on the field uh, playing together. That's kind of cool and uh, very very interesting. And then. Ashley Merrill, I noticed in that game the other day, uh, I mean, squeezed off a couple of shots at Wisconsin. They just made some saves. The keeper made some saves. But they're going to come. These things are going to come. Now, it's just not an easy non-conference approach at all. And uh, I, I think uh, scheduling in a lot of these sports is very, very important. And you'll remember Michelle Leonard comes in uh, late. A lot of that scheduling has already been done. And so – you got to play the hand you're dealt, and this is a uh, this is not a schedule for the faint of heart. But they're out doing their thing, and uh, just in a, in a matter of minutes, we will uh, we will talk um, to uh, to Michelle Leonard, the new Baylor soccer coach. All right, uh, I got to say, Aaron, I am. I, I brought this up yesterday. We had Richard Justice on. And I, I'm pleasantly surprised with what we're seeing right now from this Rangers team. I think the response has been good. I mean, people are like, why didn't you fire these people a long time ago? I found it interesting what Richard was saying about the, uh, just the, the, the overall uh, Woodward and, and how in the right kind of fit – he would have been a, a tremendous manager. And, like, if you put him with the Astros dugout, he would have had just as many wins, if not more, than Dusty Baker. Now, maybe you could say that about a lot of people. Was the, were the Rangers the right team for him? I mean, the criticism seems to be that he – this team has some independent contractors. We've been talking about how, like, on the PGA Tour, we found out how independent some of these guys were because they started bolting for the Saudi back thing. The Saudi back league, the the Rangers clubhouse is a little bit like that. Now, of course, nobody, as Richard pointed out, when it's Cal Ripken and and uh, and Murray and some of those uh, unbelievable, uh, uh, you know, Orioles from the past, and, and other players that were like this that were maybe aloof. And I mean, think about Bonds, the way he conducted himself, Barry Bonds. Again, if these people produce. Nobody cares. Like, oh, oh, he's not a leader. He's not a leader. I mean, Mike Trout puts up huge numbers. Uh, are we going to say because the Angels have been horrible that he and Otani 
are bad leaders? I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's totally fair to say that. But the criticism has come that Woodward couldn't get people like Simeon and Seeger to to jump in there and maybe help bring along some of these younger players. And Woodward had known Seeger, had a, played a, a, a big role in his young career when he was with the Dodgers. But apparently Simeon and uh, Seeger enter the, the they get to the ballpark and they just don't interact with everybody else. They're kind of working on getting themselves prepared. And so whatever whoever the new manager is, I think he's they're probably going to have to be someone that has a little more force. Um, I don't think you can go in there and start screaming at guys. They don't take that. But I do think there's going to have to be someone who doesn't mind being a little bit more on the demanding side. All right, we're going to get ready now. Uh, we do have the uh, the women's uh, – we have uh, Baylor soccer coach Michelle Leonard is going to join us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, cloudy with a low of around 70. Tomorrow, Partly cloudy with a high near 90. Those temperatures will continue throughout the week with overnight lows in the lower 70s and afternoon highs near 90. Currently 87 at ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from head football coach Dave Aranda as the Bears move past the fall camp stage of preparation for the new season. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. At Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? During the Labor Day sales event at Allen Samuels, purchase a new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star and receive values up to $7,000 or choose 2.9% for 72 months and get 2,500 bonus cash and no payments for 90 days. Shop with us today. Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. This is Lauren Harrison with Baylor Volleyball, and this is my story. There was a time last season when I felt so much doubt, but then I came to my senses and realized this is not who I am. I am not the player who just hopes I can score a point. I am the player who plays with confidence, swagger, and joy. Playing against Florida was the turning point for me. I felt like I was finally playing like myself again. My name is Lauren Harrison, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. 
Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back today. A check on Baylor football now 11 days away from their season opener. It's September 3rd at 6 p.m. at McLean Stadium against Albany. With Saturday's scrimmage, the Bears move past the fall camp portion of preparation. Now into a week with classes underway on the Baylor campus. They began yesterday, and Coach Dave Aranda really pleased with the energy he's seen from the team. This, this week in particular, the growth of the team has been uh, way cool to see, you know, pushing through hard things. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of times that I work my way up to the team meeting in the morning and kind of anticipating, you know, um, um, kids being asleep or a dreadfulness or any of that, and it's been nothing but. And it's just been a way energetic and way um, focused and positive, so that part is way cool. And then it gets better when we hit the field and um, the effort that's shown on the field and the competitiveness of when we're striving, pushing each other and uh, to be better. And, um, you know, if the tempers do flare, they're, they're extinguished really quick. So way proud of that. And we've been able to do hard things. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears pick to win the Big 12 Conference this year, number 10 in the nation. In the coaches and the Associated Press preseason polls, the Bears do open Saturday, September 3rd at McLean Stadium, hosting the Albany Danes. Tickets available at 254-710-1000 or online at BaylorBears.com slash tickets. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treating you like family what do john morris kirk watson maxine hart walter abercrombie martha lou scott michael hyatt and robert darden all have in common they've each been interviewed on baylor lines direct line conversation series you can hear from these outstanding bears and many many more with a subscription to baylor line insider this is your all access pass to the best content in the baylor family Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. The Cowboys Update. Weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there. This is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. 
But do not fear, the foundation doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Monday Night Football saw the Jets come back and beat the Falcons 24-16. Tom Brady returned to Tampa Bay on Monday, ending what has been described as an 11-day prearranged break from training camp for personal reasons. Former Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer has been named the starter at Liberty. Gary Gaines, coach of the Texas high school football team that made famous in the book Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian, has died. He was 73. Cut down day for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys will get down to 80 by today's end. Ben DiNucci might be on that list for the Cowboys, but will probably be added to the practice squad. Astros start a home series tonight with the Twins, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stay on the road, move to Colorado, start a series with the Rockies tonight, 7:40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas and uh, happy to be joined now Michelle Leonard uh, the season is off and running and and uh, boy the schedule it's a really interesting non-conference schedule Michelle is the new coach at uh, new soccer coach at Baylor and Michelle did they did they leave you they left you a really easy schedule didn't they this is yeah just walk just... in the park for sure <laughs> I would say that uh, scheduling for coaches, uh, and I was even talking to another coach last night about this, scheduling can be extremely important. I know it is in baseball. I know it is softball. And I would think soccer is uh, very important as well because you want to get the, you know, the proper amount of sort of postseason points and everything you need. But you also don't want to drive your players into the ground early. So um, I – what is the? I mean, when you face this, Michelle, and and um, I mean Minnesota, Wisconsin, and then coming up, Florida and UNC. Uh, I, I I guess first of all, what are the positives when you kind of start with that kind of a uh, uh, a murderer's row? If you, if you found any positives in this? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously every game is difficult that we have on our schedule this year. There's no question about that. But I do think the positives are that right away we get out there and we figure out exactly who we are. We have an opportunity to try some different things, to be challenged. Um, if we have weaknesses, and we do, then those are exposed early in the season. And so the quicker we can kind of get to the core of what we need to work on the most, the better we're going to be in the middle and the end of the season. And, you know, opening weekend was tough for us, but we were in a position to win either of those games. We could have come out 2-0. and We didn't, but we were competing well. Um, we we're learning in the meantime, and we're still missing three or four major contributors that are out with injuries. So if we can get them healthy and back on the field uh, in the next couple of weeks, even with the tough schedule that lies ahead, we could be in a really good position around conference time. 
Yeah, that's going to be that'll be great to get uh, to get some of those players back. I noticed you were in your first two uh, lineups. Uh, you did make some changes. Are are you someone, uh, uh, Michelle, that likes to once you kind of decide on uh, the rhythm of? Do you like kind of changing things up, or do you are you more comfortable? Hey, this is this is my starting group, and this is what I'm going to stick with for a while. It, it seems like uh, you know you're experimenting a little bit here early in the season. Yeah, we are a little bit. We're trying to see who's going to have the best chemistry, who's going to play together the best on the field, as well as a little bit of just matchups with our opponent. You know, we've got to make sure that we're dealing with their strengths, that maybe we're trying to expose their weaknesses, and also who's in good form that week, who looked good at training, who's picking up on the concepts uh, that we're working on. And so two games is not very many to have determined that yet. I imagine in the next few games we'll probably settle into more consistency. We also really want to have a high level of competition at training every day um, and depth that we can trust and count on. So if, if we're changing two or three of the starters kind of regularly throughout the season, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it means that a lot of kids are working really hard and trying to put themselves in a position to be in that first 11. And if they're not, they're ready to come off the bench and be at the same level, uh, which is really what we need from everyone. Yeah, I, I enjoyed some of the videos. I like the light show. I, I just like, you know, it just everybody kind of getting going. I think everybody's excited about the season and getting it rolling. Like, what um, do you kind of, as you think about, uh, you know, your venue and, and what it could be, become, uh, what what was, when you, and you think back on your 14 years at DBU, uh, where do you think this thing is headed? Do you kind of sense that, especially with the kids now in school and hopefully getting excited about the team, what do you think the atmos- atmosphere could be like at some of these games? Yeah, I mean, we have an amazing facility right here on the river. Um, it's, it's so beautiful. The, the field itself is amazing. Uh, you know, over time, we'd like to continue to, to grow and develop that facility and, and put in a video board and some stadium seating and really continue to make it one of the best in the country. And um, the turnout, even on some of our exhibition games here at the beginning of the season, was awesome from the community. And, and school hadn't even started back yet. We were unfortunate against uh, Wisconsin that our game time had to move up because of weather. And I think that affected we probably would have had quite a few more folks out at seven instead of five. And so the community is so supportive. Um, It's a lot of fun out there. And as we get more comfortable in our own skin, I expect that we're going to have a lot of fun engaging with the fans and getting fan support and and hopefully making a fun and exciting environment for them to want to come to. And especially once we get into conference matchups and there's a lot of emotion on the field, a lot of rivalries that we've got that we're hosting at home this season. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope folks will come out and support us. All right, Michelle Leonard joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. These games coming up at a neutral field uh, in um, in Austin. I, this is going to be fascinating. Um, UNC, a storied program. I, I looked it up. I think they've won 21 national titles. Um, I'm, I, I don't know if that's something you want to tell your, uh, uh, your players, you know, right before the game. <laughs> I think they... They have a good idea, but to me, this is uh, it is quite an opportunity, and and it's one of those things that can rise to the challenge. I mean, is it do do these girls grow up uh, like hearing all these stories of Mia Hamm and UNC, and and I guess they're very familiar with that, and 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 that has to be kind of a neat opportunity to play a team, and of course, you're wanting to build at Baylor. Um, I mean, that's hard to say, okay, we're going to turn it into UNC, but it, it's, uh, it, it is something to strive for, and I would think that creates an incredible opportunity. It does, and it gives us a really good understanding of what that level really is. And 
I don't think we're going to see another program do what they've done over the past 20 or 30 years. Um, so now I don't think it's about becoming another UNC. It's about becoming the best version of Baylor that we can be, being a top 10 program consistently, competing eventually one day for a national championship. It's always going to be really difficult. There's a lot of really good programs. And when North Carolina started their program, you know, 25 plus years ago, there were so few women's soccer programs. And there are a lot more now. And so even they haven't had the same run. Those 21 national championships, most of them did not happen in the last five to ten years. And so, um, but they are very good. This year especially, I think they're ranked number one in the country right now. Um, They're very good. They're loaded with talent. But that's our measuring stick. I mean, that's where we want to be eventually. And so it is a great challenge. I think what's nice is the pressure is not on us here. We get an opportunity to come out and and compete. Um, I think for me, Personally, the biggest challenge for us is how are we going to handle this mentally? Are we going to go out and stay in the game and compete and not be intimidated? Or are the lights going to be a little bit too bright? And I think that's a challenge for a young team like we have right now. So I wouldn't trade it. You know, I know that it's going to be challenging, but I'm excited for that. We've got to focus on Florida first. We've got them on Thursday, and that's a winnable game for us, and we really need to be dialed in and focus on that. But as soon as we get through that game and hopefully come out with a positive result, then we'll put our best foot forward on Sunday and and go out there and, and compete with North Carolina. I think these games might be on the Longhorn Network. I saw, and I've you yeah, know that's a network I usually try to avoid at all costs, Michelle. <laughs> but I think for that reason, I wouldn't mind checking it out. I, when you go to some of these tournaments, or uh, there was one recently, a big one in Seattle, and you're out recruiting. Like, what kind of response are you getting? You all those years, obviously, this is a uh, you created and, and built a great program at, at DBU, and you were recruiting to that, and you knew you were probably looking for a special type of person and I would think you know it's it's similar at Baylor it, it, I, you know I don't know if it's the exact same or not but what has been your response when you show up at some of these you know high-ranking type events or tournaments what how are people responding uh, when they see you in your Baylor gear and what do you think the program's perception is out there and um, we're getting a great response we get tons of emails and contacts asking us to come out and watch them play when we're at these national recruiting events with top tier players i mean right now in our 23 and 24 recruiting classes we're in conversations with with kids that are in conversations with stanford and ucla and maybe north carolina so we're up there we're in those talks i think it's going to take a year or two of success to maybe win out some of those recruiting battles but i feel that there's a tremendous amount of respect for baylor and uh, when we're out there in Baylor gear, we're getting plenty of attention. It's not like we have a lack of players to look at. Um, and the reality is, like DBU, Baylor is not the right fit for everyone, and that's fine. We want to find the kids that are the right fit for us and that we're the right fit for them um, and that are going to fit the culture of the university, the culture of the soccer program, and they can play at this level. And so maybe that pool of players is a little smaller than it is at a few other places, uh, but they're out there, and they exist. Um, and we have a lot of them right now that are interested in us as well. So it's really just us doing our homework and digging in deep and going around the world and finding the kids that we need that fit here. Okay. I like these Dallas, uh, some of the recruits that, uh, some of the commitments you've landed, uh, the Dallas area. I think there was somebody out in Flower Mound, somebody from the Houston area I know too. So a lot of great players across Texas. And so it's been fun to watch. Now let's talk about a few of your players just so far in the game, um, as you said, the Wisconsin game and then the Minnesota game before that, seemed like I was looking and Ashley Merrill was uh, squeezing off some shots. Maddie played well. And then, of course, Kaylee Abels, who was a preseason uh, all Big 12. Uh, how are some of these 
you know, these these your young women that are going to be the leaders for you? Who's kind of emerging? And I know it's very early, but who are you kind of seeing yeah. at least early kind of emerge in training and, and in these games? Well, absolutely. Kaylee's hugely important to us. We were really unfortunate against Wisconsin that she wasn't able to play in the second half. She got sick in the first half and had to come out and wasn't able to play in the second half and is fine now, was back in training today. But obviously that's a pretty significant loss for us. And, and Kaylee's a great leader, a great player, obviously has a storied history here in Waco, could play anywhere on the field, currently plays in the back line, but we could use her up front. If we could get a couple other kids healthy, that would really help improve our attack. And so she looks good. We just, just a matter of her being healthy, which typically she is, and I imagine she will be this weekend. Um, you're right, Ashley Merrill's doing really well. She's come in and give us, given us an immediate attacking threat. We need to help her out and have a, one or two other players be dangerous as well so she's not getting double teamed, which has happened a little bit in the last two games. Um, and she's adjusting to the level very quickly, as I expected that she would. Um, and I assume over the next couple of games we're going to see her dial up the intensity because she's a kid that's always looking to try to score. And if she doesn't over the course of a game or two, she's going to try to find a way to change that. Uh, Maddie's a great leader, has played. She gives us a lot of stability and a lot of consistency in the midfield and understands the game model and the system. Um, and then just her experience, and she has just a calming personality. And so that brings a lot of composure to the field for us. And um, overall, I mean, those three are really playing significant roles, but we have some key young players. Our, our twins, Hallie and Hannah, um, are playing in the back line close to 90 minutes apiece right now and really doing well and we're excited they're learning and adjusting they're still 18 and it's a lot for them to learn but um we've got some other promising players even coming in and making a difference off the bench uh, gabby who i think will likely be in the starting lineup this week is another player who brings a lot of composure and calmness on the ball which we could use in some of these big moments so happy with a lot of them we need a couple of players to step up and be dangerous in front of the goal calming on the ball i like that because you're known as someone who uh, uh, stresses possession style you know possession of the ball and then have an attacking style and so that kind of calmness and not letting you know the pressure or whatever get to you has to be a big deal now for people that haven't seen you coach in person yet are you you were just talking about somebody having a calming personality is that your style on the sideline or do you get uh, do you get pretty fiery during games yeah, I don't know that I'd describe myself as calm. <laughs> I think <laughs> I have a bit of intensity, and I think the girls have probably come to understand that at this point. Uh, very competitive in nature, and so, um, you know, it just comes with the territory. I think, you know, my last few years at DBU, I spent a lot more time seated as we had established our playing style and were dominating at a much higher level. And so here I'm back up off my feet a little bit more, directing a little bit more as there's so much that we're just trying to learn. I'd like to eventually make my way back down to spending a little bit more time seated. But, um, you know, I think calmness is important, but so is uh, being a motivating factor and helping these girls stay fired up. And that comes a little bit more naturally for me. Um, I think my assistant coaches are calm. And so they provide that balance that uh, helps us give the girls what they need in, in whatever moment. Well, it's uh, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to watch. Um, I, I'm kind of uh, after our conversation last night. I was like, man, I got to dial in on this season and not just wait till conference. So, um, Florida. By the way, what is uh, we kind of know UNC and their storied program. What is what what are you expecting from uh, from Florida in this matchup? I mean, Florida, like anyone else, we're playing right now is is challenging. They're difficult. They're tough, but they are kind of in a bit of a rebuild 
at the moment. They had a coach that came in last year, was only there for one year, and then they replaced that coach, brought in a new coach. And so they've had a drastic kind of turnaround in the last two years in coaching philosophy and playing style. And so I think they're trying to calm back down and, and kind of rebuild things. But I know they've hired a really good coach over there. Similar situation to me. They brought in a female head coach from the Division Two ranks who has a tremendous record um, and is just a high-character individual. So I know that they're going to be organized. They're going to come out competing, and they're going to want to get a result on the road as well. So we know that uh, though it's a winnable game, there's, it's certainly not a guaranteed win, and we're going to have to work really hard, and we need key players to have good games for us. Um, but they're going to be – in kind of a similar position as us. Both teams have threats and can be dangerous, but both teams are going through a transition period, so it can be vulnerable in, in certain moments. All right, and which of these, um, uh, your players that are out right now w- would have probably the most uh, immediate impact when they uh, return, would you say? Marissa and Taylor are immediate impact players if we can get them healthy. Um, Marissa would start in the back line, and it's just a game changer instantly. Uh, Taylor would add a needed attacking threat, one v one ability and goal scoring ability, as well as, you know, she's in her fifth year, so a lot of experience competing at this level. So we've got a couple of freshmen that I think could come in and help, but those two, with their experience and their ability to come in and start right away, could could really help fill in some places where not we're, we're not struggling, but we need to be a little bit better. Yeah, well, we'll we will be watching, and um, I I really appreciate it, Michelle. It's been great uh, getting to visit with you, and excited about the season and where this program is headed. And and uh, it's just going to be fun because I think the more games y'all get under your belt, the more they're going to kind of play your style and adopt that and all of that. And and of course, you're learning you're you're learning how they play, and they're kind of learning your style along the way. And of course. As you know, it, some of this doesn't totally uh, gel until you get in some of these battles, and then it's it's like everybody figures everybody out. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun. I appreciate you doing this. Oh, absolutely, Matt. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You bet. There she goes, uh, Michelle Leonard, who uh, came to Baylor after just a tremendous run at Dallas Baptist, and there have been several coaches at Dallas Baptist that Baylor's had their eye on over the years. Michelle's one of them. And uh, they were able to uh, to bring her in. And, uh, again, Paul did a really nice job over the years. But uh, Michelle's going to come in, bring her style out. This may be I, – I don't know. I don't really sense this as a rebuild as as much as a transition season and, and, and getting everybody on the same page, uh, building her culture, what she demands and expects from everybody. And uh, – I, you can just tell this is not someone to be trifled with. Uh, Michelle is uh, is a tough-minded individual, and it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And again, she's going to let these uh, the training dictate who plays. This is not going to be one of those situations where um, where it's just like okay, we're we're going to this is our set lineup. Now, if if they're just going great guns and winning like crazy, yeah, you stick with it. But early on, I think she is going to kind of tinker with things. In fact, I was looking at these starting lineups, Aaron, and, man, there were several. One, two, three, four, maybe five lineup changes for the second game. And so she's looking at different things. The twins she was talking about, who I mentioned earlier, uh, Hallie and Hannah Augustine, uh, Augustine, uh, that that'll be uh, they'll be fun to kind of watch them together. And uh, Aaron, I don't know. Can you bench 
one of the twins. You got to keep the twins on the field. And they did start in both of those games. And then, of course, uh, these games coming up, they've got Florida. They're happening at, at uh, UT in Austin at a neutral field site there. And, uh, and then UNC. And you guys were trying to guess the question earlier. Everybody was participating. But I don't think anybody has gotten it right. It's uh, two free sandwiches on the line. Folks, there is something called Google. Uh, if you want to try that, we had some one person guess 40. That seemed a little high. How many national titles have the UNC women won? All right. It's a bunch. There's a bunch of them. And uh, as uh, Coach was talking about, there was just a run in uh, maybe the 80s, 90s. It just it was unprecedented and, and maybe will never happen again. But uh, as – as uh, Michelle stated, hey, you got to be the best version of Baylor. All right, Aaron, that's kind of you wake up every day, and what do you say to yourself? Let's be the best version of Aaron Sexton. That's the way you approach each day. And uh, I have not. I think I've tapped out. I don't know. I've, I'm going the wrong direction. But uh, but that's good. I, I thought that was uh, some nice stuff there from uh, Michelle Leonard, and we're going to continue to kind of get to know that uh, that team Aaron, we've got the uh, Rangers coming up, uh, coming up in a little bit, and it'll be uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see how they continue to do. I'm a, I'll tell you what I'm watching for is is just nightly. I, I'm trying to see if and hey, baseball is a long, long season. You're going to ebb and flow. Yankees were going great, then they kind of ran into a wall. Uh, these things happen. But I, I'm looking to see how this team responds uh, to Tony Beasley. Now, right now, record is 56 and 66. A great goal would to finish this season somewhere around 500. I mean, that would be that'd be kind of a big deal if they could if they could somehow figure that out. Now, the uh, uh, first pitch tonight is 7:40. That would be, um, yeah, 740 uh, Central Time. You'll hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas. And they're playing a bad team. Rockies are 53-70, and 70, okay, have a worse record than the Rangers. Rangers um, are going to go uh, tonight with Dane Dunning. And Dane's had some good outings. Now, he'll get lit up occasionally like a lot of guys. But I just kind of kind of like... Uh, I like it when he goes out there because I think he he's he, at this point in his career he's still kind of a feast or famine guy. He can go six or seven innings and only give up one or two hits. So the stuff's good enough occasionally to go out there and really blank a team. And when you have a team that's struggling uh, like the Rockies are, I think that's a I think that's a you know that's a a really good thing. Now, Marcus Simeon believe it or not, has climbed all the way up to 234. Where he was, I mean, that's that's unbelievable. And Seager now hitting 254 with 26 home runs. So the big guys at the top of the lineup are starting to finally, um, finally kind of get it going. And, you know, this is like an old Rangers team in a sense because they do have some guys who are hitting home runs. But, boy, they do not hit for average, and they don't always get on base. So it's not one of the great modern-day teams you could have, 
but there is a little bit of a throwback nature because even Lowe will poke it out of the park, and Adelise Garcia will do the same. All right, next, it is the dismount. Got a couple of thoughts, uh, closing thoughts for you uh, regarding the Cowboys. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand-new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFempo.com. That's CampFempo.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying, I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Cars priced right day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Barria menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Monday Night Football saw the Jets come back and beat the Falcons 24-16. Tom Brady returned to Tampa Bay on Monday, ending what has been described as an 11-day prearranged break from training camp for personal reasons. Former Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer has been named the starter at Liberty. Gary Gaines, coach of the Texas high school football team that made famous in the book Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian, has died. He was 73. Cut down day for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys will get down to 80 by today's end. Ben DiNucci might be on that list for the Cowboys, but will probably be added to the practice squad. Astros start a home series tonight with the Twins, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stay on the road, move to Colorado, start a series with the Rockies tonight, 7-40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, dismount. Got to say good night to you. And uh, Rangers baseball coming up a little later on uh, ESPN Central Texas. And then, of course, uh, coming up later this week, the final Cowboys preseason game. They're having some kind of <laughs> blue carpet special this evening as they arrive back in town and resume practices from and there's some open practices for fans out there in Frisco so big doings as the Cowboys return and get ready to roll here um the um I thought that was interesting today Aaron NBA news is that Kevin Durant and the power structure of the Nets got together and decide they will move forward. He's got four years left on his contract. I don't, you know, probably won't see the whole contract. But generally, when a superstar asks for a trade of this level, and, you know, KD has been through some injuries and now misses quite a few games, but he's still up there. He's a top five player in the NBA. Generally, when the player asks for a trade in whatever way they do it, if you're if you're uh, James Harden, you might just kind of go out there and be out of shape and not try, and then you get traded. Uh, some players like they just they just sat down. Anthony Davis, the uh, Pelicans, just said, "Okay, we're going to hold you out," and then they finally made the trade. They just didn't even put him in the lineup. The Nets didn't find what they wanted, and they all sat down and they figured something out, and they're going to keep Durant. I don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. They got Ben Simmons there. Stephen A. Smith apparently said today that he thinks the three of them together could win a title. I don't know what he's thinking. I mean, I, and he. by the way, one of the caveats to that was if Ben Simmons, you know, once I see his jump shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Ben Simmons, we think he's going to have holed up and figured out his jump shot. Yeah, that's that'll happen. But uh, KD is going to remain with Brooklyn. And for once, someone is being held to a contract. Oh, my goodness. We never see it. All right, everybody, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.